We come to a new uh, season of Advent and it's four full weeks this year because Christmas Day falls on a Sunday. So it's the longest that Advent can be. And uh, it's a beautiful way of preparing for the Feast of Christmas. And of course, the season of Christmas, in a, in a sense, endures for 40 days um, until the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord on the uh, 2nd of February. So we, it's good that we have this full season of Advent to prepare for the full season of Christmas. You know, the world, and particularly uh, the stores, will forget uh, about Christmas as soon as uh, the day is over. Uh, and be moving on to the next shopping season, whatever that is. Well, we need to ensure that we, we uh, observe the full season of Christmas for all those 40 days, um, because it's such an important feast. Why is it so important for us? Why do we have a period of preparation for this feast? Is it just a fable, a myth, a nice story of a babe in a crib surrounded by lowly animals, a scene that looks so cute in the wintry northern hemisphere? I'm not sure what it's like in the southern hemisphere where people might be on the beach on Christmas Day. But, uh, uh, you know, even here we would, where there's snow, we might have nativity scenes outdoors where, where, where the, you know, almost naked child is, is there presented to us in, in, the, in the cold winter. In our catechesis, we sometimes perhaps put the, the cart before the horse in that we preach about our Lord Jesus and his message of repentance and salvation without considering some fundamental questions that come before that, such as, is there a God? And why would he become man? What is the purpose of creation indeed? Is there a creator? And what is our place in creation? And Archbishop Sample has asked us priests uh, to consider giving a catechesis, really, on these four fund fundamental things that I've put in the bulletin today, the fact that we've been created, the fact that we were captured and enslaved by the evil one, the fact that we needed a rescuer and that we were rescued, and that's what the incarnation is about, and then, then our response. So that's what I'm hoping to follow in my homiletic plan over these four Sundays of, of Advent. The Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches in Article 280 that creation is the foundation of all God's saving plans. It is the beginning of the history of salvation that culminates in Christ. It's a beautiful vision of creation, isn't it? It has a, has a, has a purpose ultimately salvation and the coming of Christ. And if we consider the account of creation in Genesis, which presents a beautiful kind of evolutionary developmental account of creation, the preparation of the cosmos and of this planet really, for us, light and darkness, the rain and, and the seasons and the, the creatures of the air and the creatures of the sea and then the creatures of the land, and uh, all seed-bearing plants, uh, and, and finally us, man, male and female. Mankind is the crowning glory of God's creation. Everything is made for us. There's that story of a mystic who in his prayer asked, God, why did you create all of this? When he was, or she was looking at all the beautiful, the cosmos that we can gaze at. And God apparently replied, because I thought you'd like it. It's just so beautiful, and it's there for us. It's an act of pure love of God. 
Because God did not need to create. God, the Blessed Trinity, was perfect. The Blessed Trinity was perfect in itself. The persons of the Blessed Trinity perfectly fulfilled in themselves, that perfect relationship of love that there is within the Trinity. There was no deficiency in God. But yet God created out of love. That love within the Trinity, if you like, overflowing uh, to create something which was not, uh, it's not God. Creation isn't by chance or random. Creation isn't, isn't the product of strife between good and evil uh, so-called so gods, as some of the primitive religions would have it. Neither is it the product of an intelligent but impersonal supreme being, which is what the deists would, would, would consider it. No, it's the product of a personal God, a God in, which, in whom there are persons, and a God who wants us to relate in a personal way uh, with him. A God who has placed within our hearts a restlessness that will only find uh, satisfaction and rest in him. Creation, the Catechism says, culminates in Christ. Christ was the, the goal of creation. Christ was the purpose of creation. Creation was complete with the creation of Adam and Eve because now the means by which God would become man was established. And that means was particularly a woman. So in many ways a woman is the crowning of creation. Mary, for from her, uh, through her, the word could become flesh and share our nature. And so the Catechism continues, the mystery of Christ casts conclusive light on the mystery of creation and reveals the end for which in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. From the beginning, God envisaged the glory of the new creation in Christ. You know, we can look and now examine creation, we can see how it began in that developmental way to lead to the incarnation to Christ. And now knowing the mystery of Christ, we can now understand what creation is about, his purpose. The Catechism of Article 282 says that this is why catechesis on creation is of major importance. It concerns the very foundations of human and Christian life, for it makes explicit the response of the Christian faith to the basic question that men of all times have asked themselves. Where do we come from and where are we going? What is our origin and what is our end? Where does everything that exists come from? And where is it going? These two questions, the first about the origin and the second about the end, are inseparable. They are decisive for the meaning and orientation of our life and actions. Only if we know the answers to these two questions will we be able to orient our lives, uh, direct our lives according to the purpose for which we are created. And what is this to do with Advent? Well, let us briefly relate these considerations to today's readings. From the prophet Isaiah, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways and we may walk in his paths. God desires to show us the purpose for which he created us, the meaning of our lives. And the Bible contains the, this, that instruction. It's so important that all of us are familiar with uh, the Bible. But we receive the Bible through the church, the house of God, and the mountain of the Lord. 
And so by living according to that instruction that we receive through the church, we will be who God created us to be, and thereby experience true blessedness in this life and union with him forever in heaven. St. Paul teaches us today, Awake from sleep, throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light, not engaging in orgies and drunkenness, promiscuity and lust, rivalry and jealousy. Put on the Lord Jesus and make no no provision for the desires of the flesh. All of these are patterns of behavior that are an abuse of the good things of the earth and of ourselves, and they lead ultimately to despair and self-destruction. Advent is a time of conversion, turning away from all that does not lead to participation in the life of God's love. And in the Gospel we heard how everyone was too preoccupied with worldly affairs to notice the flood until it was too late. Even good things, I mean, they were giving, getting married and giving in marriage. What's wrong with that? It's a good thing. But so preoccupied with those worldly things that they were not prepared for the flood that was about to arrive. And the ark represents the church, and it represents family. Noah gathering his family into the ark. It represents love and unity, also between human creation and the rest of creation. And Noah and his family being stewards of creation, taking care of those animals so that when the floods receded, they could be let loose again uh, upon upon the earth and multiply. The Son of Man is the strong man in today's Gospel. He is the thief who wants to snatch us from the devil who is the master of the house of this world. And he wants to break in and release us and take us to himself. And he'll come at an hour we do not expect. There are times in our lives, no doubt, you might have experienced this, when somehow the light goes on and we realize that we need to make some changes in our lives. We we realize in a new way a meaning to our life. We find that light of faith. He comes now this Advent to fill us with hope, to show us the plan that he has for us, the love with which he created us, the love that he has for us by sending his divine Son. May the Blessed Virgin Mary and Saint Joseph, who should be so present in our Advent um, preparation, intercede for us so that we may be converted anew that, uh, this Advent, that we may walk in the light of the Lord, we may walk together to the house, uh, the mountain of the Lord, and receive this instruction that will show us how to live this life and to be happy with, that, with God forever in the next.